From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's talk about uh, some Stanley Cup champions. Let's do it. Jarvis, this is not for you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver, Patreon and YouTube. How are you this week, buddy? Not bad, man. Uh, Not bad at all. Crazy that hockey's over. Feels like it just started. Just chilling, man. Hanging out, working. This was a much needed beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's delicious. Yeah. Um, that that Michelo Ultra pure gold. Yeah. Okay. We got so, a wedding this weekend, so I'm not trying to fill up on heavy beer all week because we're gonna get pretty swifty at this wedding. Yeah. I I, I don't know how swifty I'll get, um, but I'll be there and I'll get at least a little. Sh- I'll get a little swifty for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, swift is in the air. I mean, it's free beer. I am very excited about the fact that this is an outdoor wedding, but it has felt fantastic outside, bro. I hope it stays like this, man. Me too, man. I mean, you know, get to bust out the, uh, you know, you you got the dress coats that you you have, but you don't ever get to rock anywhere. Yeah. I'm hope, dude, I got one of the, you know, I got a regular peacoat but i also got one of those long peacoats nice. dude like a grandpa peacoat so like nice. i might try to bust that out dude you think it's be cold enough for that no it's not gonna be cold <laughs> you're gonna be sweating bullets dude i it's mean it's not been nice be... it hasn't been like that cold well but the wedding itself is outdoors yeah so you're just gonna be sitting there so it's probably not that gonna be that cold but like the dope factor is so high that it's like almost like, do I want to miss this opportunity? Yeah. You know, I mean, for show sure. outdoor wedding. You know, I'll be, maybe I'll bring a little notepad and you know start detecting stuff, type of stuff. <laughs> you know, I just you know, okay, where were you on uh, this? You know, I don't, I don't have a date in mind as of right now. So, but yeah, man, that should be a should be a dope wedding. Um, yeah, early congratulations to Danny, Danny Elena. and Elena. Yeah, happy to happy to be able to celebrate with you guys. So yeah. I. Uh, I'm gonna be hot as shit. I, I mean, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the wedding party, so gotta rock the three piece suit. So, okay. Uh, okay, it's gonna be dope though. Tampa Bay, you know, the Stanley Cup champions, won the series four to two. None of us called that in the beginning of the uh, playoffs, but I mean, a lot of people thought Dallas would pull it out. I mean, from from what I saw throughout the playoffs, Dallas was good. They were streaky. Tampa, Tampa was, was dominant. Yeah, they they dominated yeah. this playoff. I mean it. I mean, they don't. They thought they would. They did what this year, what they wanted to do last year. Yeah, we, and we talked about it. You never know what Dallas team is going to show up to play hockey, and that was their the thorn in their side all year. And I mean, like you said, throughout the playoffs, Tampa got yeah. you know, Tampa got beat beat a couple games that it's like, oh, that was pretty bad. But they, for the most part, were just the best team in the playoffs yeah hands down all right let's get in some news everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice it's time for news from inside the boards victor hedman won the con Smythe. 
I don't agree with that. Listen, he, he was great. How many points, how many fantasy points do you get for Con Smythe winning? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, by the way, what was the, do you know what the final was? We're not doing a fantasy show this uh, this week, but uh, were you within 100 points of second place? I was not. Okay. Um, so I you, was 126 points behind so coming you in. lost by 26 points because you got the extra 100 points. Extra 100 for the Con Smythe. <laughs> Well, for the dope name, Elvis was looking. The well, we're not even counting my. We didn't Con Smythe points. We didn't give you Con Smythe points. Couple hundred, I'm thinking. In that case, (laughs) your boy won. So, (laughs) uh, no, I I uh, finished the finished out the 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 fantasy season, I guess, uh, with 378 points. You finished with 504 points, and Davey finished with 523. Yeah. So, he, he, I mean, the moment Vegas didn't go, I knew that I was going to. And they and Stamkos came back for one game and scored him a couple points. Yeah. I was like, come on. Just, yeah. just, he's just rubbing rub salt it. in the wound. Yeah, now. he's just rubbing it in there, Braden Point tried to bring me back, dude. Braden Point carried me far. I don't know why he did not get the con smite, dude. Braden Point. Killed it all playoffs. Yeah, Victor Hedman killed it for me after having a slow start, but uh, the rest of my picks just made it insurmountable for him. He yeah. did his bad. He dropped 64 for me, So, but that was fun. I mean, it's definitely not my style without... The way I'm, the way I'm good at fantasy is I'm able to put, it mo- put more time in it than somebody else. So traditional fantasy leagues, I'm able to kind of correct, self-correct. There was just really no way in this best ball esque scenario yeah. that we had where I was I was gonna yeah. win so after a couple of bad choices. Someone eventually is gonna have to explain to me why Point didn't get it because I'm just looking at the the points scored. Brayden Point had 14 goals and 19 assists. I'm pretty sure well, Con Smythe isn't points based. It's not yeah. the it's not the well, Norris Trophy you know, of today. And, and I hear that, but when I see on every headline. Uh, Victor Hedman got the con smite scoring this many points on every single headline makes me think points got something to do with it. Well, it turns out though, that the NHL doesn't write those articles. So, so oh, NHL.com doesn't. Yeah. I would imagine that they, <laughs> that they themselves don't write them. They probably they employ. employ people to do. Cor- correct. Yeah. I would imagine they're contracted writers that then they, then they should, they themselves. should tell us what they're looking at. I'm not mad. I'm just, I yeah, want to know what yeah. the, I want to know what the criteria is for the cons. Mike. I think it's a lot like uh, child pornography. You know it when you see it, you know, <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. I'm happy you took that turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I would say that defensively Victor Hedman provided a back end kick to the, to the team. So I, I'm, you know, I'm, not sure again the criteria Braden point could have arguably won it because again it's not necessarily the points you score which he did score a lot but the situations in which you score them and i mean he scored some points in some big time yeah. situations so uh while i uh you know agree with you i don't think that necessarily headman was a was a bad no, choice. No, 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 not for sure. Um, Tory Krug possibly uh, being traded. It looks like uh, all the signs important him being out. Uh, he's possibly could be headed to Colorado, Florida, Vegas, or Detroit. Uh, don't want him going to Colorado. So you really got this narrowed down for us, Bob. Well, doing my best here. <laughs> um, yeah, some no, contracted writers, buddy. Don't want him to go to Colorado. Would love to see him go to Detroit. That would yeah, be fantastic. Or even for you know, yeah, I mean, Florida, Florida would be fine too. But they've you know they've made a little bit of moves and they got a pretty decent roster. Whereas Detroit, I think he would just 
go there to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Unless they got something up their sleeve that none of us can see. Uh, Yeah. I mean, pretty, pretty much one of the biggest names that have been mentioned through our trade rumor segment. So we'll see. I mean, that could, he could be a definitely great addition to, uh, to one of these squads. Uh, And we do have another stall trade. Uh, The Detroit receives Mark Stahl. Uh, and a 2021 second round pick. Rangers receive five, 5.7 in cap space from trading stall. And my favorite, future considerations. Future considerations, baby. I like cash considerations a little better, but I would say future considerations is my second favorite yeah. player. Better than past considerations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to, you don't <laughs> want to get that. You probably don't want to make that deal. Should, should it be offered? They're like, oh, well, he scored 50 points for us last year. <laughs> oh, that well. should be enough. <laughs> consider it considered. All right. I will consider it. You yep. know, considerated. I'm, you know, I, uh, I'm sure that there are, but you know, since my favorite term got brought up, do you think that like the teams that get the future considerations just get to like name their price a couple years later? They're like, <laughs> they just come in, they, you know, the GM calls the other GM. It's like, hey. It's time. I'm calling calling in my chit, dude. You know, I'm going to need uh, 50K by tomorrow. It's like, what? Uh, you are probably a gambler. I'm not going to yeah. send you. This is, you know, you know what? He's like, go to the store and Listen, buy $50,000 worth of Google Play cards. Listen, they told me not to involve the police. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, I'm sure there's like some sort of parameters for the future considerations, but like, who chooses them? <laughs> I would love to see on like a CSI or a law and order, a kidnapper writes his ransom note and it's like, I want some future considerations. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to need it in writing that I will at some point be able to call upon you and get something that I need. <laughs> yeah. So I just love to see the contract negotiations. They're like, look, we'll just give you something later. And the other team's like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's good with me. I'm obviously okay with that. <laughs> um, we don't have a drop this. We might eventually get a drop. I kind of want to start doing this week to week. Uh, fun fact of the week. Uh, how many stalls are there in hockey? Four. Uh, but I already, did you already know that? Well, no, I just know that this isn't, you're, you're incorrect. Am I incorrect? Yeah. I mean, I've been into a, ah. I've been into a bathroom that has at <laughs> least six stalls. So, you can't cricket me when you laughed at it, and I'm also laughing because I only tell jokes because I think they're funny. But go ahead. Well, you know who your, edits that? <laughs> go ahead and uh, take anyway, your stall. So, uh, there are four, but real fun fact, uh, all but one have played for Carolina at some point, and in 2013, the stalls made up the entire first line for Carolina. That made it extremely easy on Carolina announcers. <laughs> yeah. And and fans that were trying to get into hockey. You yeah. know, they're like, who is that guy? They're like, it's stall. Okay. <laughs> all right. Got it. Got yeah. it. Was that stall? No, 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 no. It's stall. That was stall. <laughs> well, uh, f- that was so fun, Bobby. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. You are I, was very not a, I was not aware. Yeah. Um, and just to end things off, fuck Corey Perry. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's a good call. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I re- I don't, if I'm being honest, I enjoyed that fact more than your first fact. Maybe we should call it the fuck Corey Perry fun fact of the week. Well, we already have a joke of the week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was for Adam Gase, though. Well, it's and James Dolan. And James so, Dolan. so, jo- so, it's joke the- of the week is now brought to you by Corey Perry. <laughs> James Dole, actually, James Dolan's first. He's the yeah. number one. He's the only two-time winner. Joke of the week brought to you by James Dolan, Corey Perry, 
and Mr. Beehole himself, Adam Gaze. There you go. <laughs> now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All right. The Titans, the 3-0 Titans, have had eight people in their organization, uh, three players and five uh, personnel staff test positive for COVID. I do want to highlight on the doc, you have personal staff. Personal staff? <laughs> well, either or. Yeah, I mean, they were personally part of the yeah. personnel. Yeah. Uh, that's always been one of those words I just hate spelling, dude, because yeah. spell check never catches it. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a word. It's an actual word. Uh, but yeah, so um, there's a lot of news flying around. I see a bunch of people saying uh, we don't know. Who, first off, we don't know who the players are that have it. And I see a lot of Titans fans saying, oh, let's just play. And they're going to say that. And they're, they're going to be hyped to play until five minutes before kickoff. And the injured list comes off. And guess who's not? And Derrick Henry's not on the field. And Ryan Tannehill's not out there. Uh and you're already missing A.J. Brown and Taylor Lewan. Yeah, I mean, who needs them, dude? I mean, we're looking at Titans are looking. Good. I mean, you got you got your number one receiver, Khalif Raymond. You know, <laughs> like you got you got Khalif Raymond out there. You got Jonu Smith. I mean, we're a dominant force to be reckoned with right now. Yeah. Uh, super crazy. I mean, we talked about something like this happening. We kind of just didn't know when it was going to happen. Uh, week three. So yeah. Uh, interesting that it was, that it was our squad. Stupid FanDuel was like, you know, it gave me the alert or whatever. And it's like, you have one of these players in your roster. Do you want to replace him? It's a friggin' best ball league. So I can't <laughs> replace Derek Henry on my best ball team. Cause I can't replace anyone on my best ball team. So, but, um, It'll be interesting to see. I think you had mentioned that both the Titans and the Steelers have the same bye week, which I have not fact checked. Just saw that multiple yeah, sources on just Twitter saw it. Yeah, I mean that's enough for the Pucks Out podcast brand. We don't, you know, I mean fact. So they have a week seven bye week. So let me look at the Steelers. Um, but what I saw, and honestly, like it was so coincidental that like I almost don't believe it that Minnesota and Houston has the same bye week. So looks like no, they don't have the same bye. It looks like seven and eight is a, is their bye week. That's what you get for taking Twitter at its word. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you feel like NFL is really hard to reschedule a game. Yeah, <clears throat> it's not like it's not like baseball or basketball or something where you can just throw in an extra game and s- sucks for you. You had to play two nights in a row or something. I mean, so that'll be really interesting to see how they handle how they handle it. Uh, but hopefully everybody is safe. Um, hopefully everybody's healthy. I mean, I see a lot of people saying they want to move it to Monday night. And I mean, I guess not a double Monday night again. <laughs> no, but like the Titans, like, OK, we get an extra day. Like, but then you get a, you get one less day the following week, though. So but and we've already had a Monday night game. Anyway, we'll kind of see what happens. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, let's let's talk about week three, though, dude. Yeah. Fun week. Fun week. Not, not so for much. Me. Yeah, not so much for you. I went 0 and 7 in fantasy the, fir- the first time I've ever done that. And it didn't feel good. If I mean, look, at, as your co-host and your and your buddy and competitor. When you told me that, obviously, I didn't know, but it made me feel really <laughs> good, dude. If, if we're being honest. So, like, just think if your whole goal in life is to, you know make other people feel good 
Yeah. You have succeeded, Bobby. That was uh Namaste, bud. Oh and eight, bro. Yeah. That's tough to do. Oh and oh and seven, but oh and eight with the daily fantasy league, which I lost by what? Just like I four points. Four points. And I had Metcalf on my team. And I Save would've... it. You're gonna well, talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna talk about it. You're I will talk, talk about, about it. it. I'm just so angry about it. You shouldn't be. <laughs> you shouldn't be, because I mean, you know, your we'll boy. Your boy winning some money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, lots of great games to talk about. What about, let's start with the last game. Yeah. Straight dominance by the reigning Super Bowl champs. Yeah, listen, so yes, dominance, but Ravens didn't look bad. Ravens looked good. The Chiefs are just so good. Yeah, the the Ravens, I don't want to say they looked bad, but they definitely did not look good. They looked off step, off kilter a little bit, but I think honestly, I think any team against that team is going to look off kilter. Well, but if we're being honest, I think that the the Ravens defense, you know, did all that they could do. Did absolutely everything that they could do. And but you got the stars of the Ravens, not Lamar Lamar Jackson and, and Mark Andrews, they look shaky. Yeah, Lamar Jackson didn't have a good game. I mean, 15 of 28, 97 yards, a touchdown uh, with nine carries, 83 yards, and a fumble. Yeah. He looked bad, but, but that's just, and he didn't even look the worst on the offense. Yeah. Mark Andrews dropped two touchdowns, like three yeah, big which plays. He put, most of them, he put both of his hands on the ball, and he just, they went right through his hands. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there were definitely some plays that were and not Mark great Andrews by owner, It was heartbreaking. And that's going to happen, you know, uh, when the game was in hand, and then the, well, I think what really hurt him is funny, because it's one of the few positive plays that the Ra- uh, Ravens had all night. What hurt them was when it was 17-3, to and they ran that touchdown back, and then their defense had to come back on yeah. the field after a 13 play. So, like, yeah, we scored, but now you're going to give this guy the ball back. And, I, I mean, obviously you don't not score the yeah. touchdown. I mean, you know, you score the touchdown. But that hurts, man. Being on the field for 13 plays, one play happens, and then you're back on the field, no matter how positive, that's going to wear you out. Uh, I mean, but the... I think the one problem that the Chiefs had in the beginning of last year has become the opposite of a problem. Chiefs defense is looking baller, dude. They are looking yeah. real good. Chris Jones is dominating right now. Uh, any other games that you kind of wanted to highlight and bring up? I mean, that Cowboys-Seahawks yeah. game was freaking dope. Yeah, so, uh, you know, a lot of football. Uh, didn't get to watch as much as I'd like. We did some yard work. I guess yeah, the man. Titans look and the Vikings had one of their best games all yeah. season. They looked really good. They had a bunch of a bunch of guys that looked great. I mean, Dalvin Cook ran all over us. There's something to be said though about look, I mean, we're talking about a playoff team last year and a dominant running back and a decent quarterback playoffs. with the Don't talk about <laughs> with some good with some good me? uh good receivers, good tight ends and It's nice to see you're able to handle yourself and stay in the game while basically being down most of it. Uh, Gostowski looked great. You know, I mean, he looked great. Uh, So, you know, go Titans. They were, they're looking, they're looking right. We talked about Tannehill last week. What about the Falcons, dude? 
Hmm. What about the Falcons, garbage, dude. dude? Say, man, I love them jerseys. Man, them Falcons are garbage, though. They're straight killing it for my, you know, I mean, as far as players go, they're killing it for my fantasy league. But not, not as a Julio Jones over here. Yeah, well, I got him, you know, I had to take him out, but I got a lot of Ridley a lot of places, and yeah. obviously he's straight dominating yeah, for I got me. Torn up by Ridley this week. Well, we're at one. One QB change. So far, I think you said three and he's going to get fired. I think I said like eight or something. <laughs> so seven more and it's happening. But Nick Foles looked good. Yeah, he, uh, he, he really looked good. Um, Houston losing was always nice. Pittsburgh looked pretty, pretty good. New England kind of took care of business uh, at Las Vegas. Um, Brady man. looked good this week. Brady did look good. He yeah. he did look good. I think um, in one league, someone's trying to sell him high right now. Yeah, you should if you if you're if you're <laughs> yeah. able to if you're able to get him. That's the thing with Brady, though, man. Like here's the th- like, yeah, listen, he's old, and and Drew Brees is showing his age. Brady, dude, he at any, he the people are gonna try and sell high on right, right now. And I think that if you don't have a decent quarterback, go out and get Brady, dude. Yeah, and I'm because he I'm could an, easily. He could easily just start tearing it up, dude. Playing a playing a hobbled Den- Denver team, though, I you know it's hard for me to take that game and yeah. say who this they, is. Who do they play next week? Do we know? Because I, I think um, we can know the Chargers. I think go charges go. I think that'll be a decent matchup. Chargers have a pretty decent secondary. Let's see how yeah, he they've match- been looking pretty Let's good. Let's see how he matches up there. Um, and after that, he's got the Bears, but more, but the Bears. But more importantly, that Packers game is going to be a big. I think is going to be the first real test for Brady on his yeah. new team against that Packers. Packers are looking really really good. Raiders um, too. Uh, Raiders got stomped. Yeah, thirty six twenty. Uh, Brex, Re- old, old sexy Rexy making him appearance, him an appearance. Um, James White's still out, uh, dealing with the death of his brother. Sony Michelle had a fantastic game, and Rex Burkhead it was a yeah. major been part. Nice if Izzo showed up, uh, it, hell he it is. sounds like that it wouldn't have been nice because uh, <laughs> that would have helped you. And because yeah, I got I'm not for say. helping you, Buffalo just dominating all game. Coming back, uh, Rams come back, losing, and then yeah. Josh Allen gets saved by the by the zebras. So uh, hear me out, real quick. On uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> obviously the MVP talks this season are going to be all talked about. Russell Wilson, Patty Mahomes. Who did? Who co- gave an early call on Russell Wilson? Did you? Yeah, it was me. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I honestly, Josh Allen deserves to be in that conversation, dude. He yeah. is lighting shit up. Yeah, he's he is looking great. He's obviously not at the top of the board, but I mean, just he, I mean, he's in the conversation for sure. He is most certainly looking good. I just don't. I don't think that he's winning them football games. Is that? I mean, without saying that, obviously he's doing everything he can do to win football games. I don't think he's that X factor of winning football games. Yeah, no, no I don't think so, he's going to win it. I think that as young as he, because this is his second year, or is this his third year? I want to say second. I believe it was a rookie last year. I believe you're correct. I that. think, dude. Honestly, I think we are seeing the beginnings of the next big thing. I think. He no, had, no. This is his. This is his third. Third season. year. Yeah. All right. So I mean, I, 
I, man, and then I'm maybe I take it back because I thought this was his second year, third year. He's I think well, he's got first a, I year think, he got injured. Yeah. he you know I mean he. I think he's got another. I, I think he's got a shelf life of about another three years on him. Um, but I think it's going to be a good. I want to say years. I want to say that I absolutely disagree with that though. I mean the dude's six five two thirty seven. He's bigger than a lot of the defenders that are that are able to catch him that's and tackle they, that's him. That's what people said about Cam, too. And Cam, I mean... And we're talking about a dude that won an MVP and went to a Super Bowl and is sitting here, what, 10 uh, years I later? It, I guess it has been 10 years. Yeah, 10 years later, so... Time moves fast. Like, so I guess, yeah... I mean, I mean, I'm giving Josh Allen. I mean, I guess if he was in, he doesn't take a lot of big hits yeah. either. So that's a that's a big. I'll thing. give him another five years of solid QB one playtime, and that's so that would be <laughs> almost seven years. Okay, uh, for him. So, is there any other major games you want to talk about? Because I got one that we definitely need to bring up. Which one? Uh, well, I'll just mention this real quick. Carolina looked really good um, against. Against the Chargers, they looked good. Teddy Bridgewater and the bull and the gang without Christian McCaffrey played a great game. Curtis Samuel looked great. I uh, also want to highlight San Francisco. Nick Mullins went to town, had a great week um, against the Giants. Uh, they did not play well without Saquon. It'll be interesting to see where they go from here. Arizona losing. Crazy. That was a crazy game, too. Detroit looked good. But can we talk real quick about the tie, the Bengals and the uh, Eagles? So at the end, I don't know if you saw it. Only need six, 16 more in a row. Yeah. Sasa, <laughs> Sasa, you could have almost started your process of 16, uh, 16 ties. So at the end of the game, there's 19 seconds left and it's fourth down. And the Eagles are, I think, like right past midfield or something. 19 seconds left in the overtime. And they decide to punt. Like, okay, that's stupid to me. But whatever. It's understandable. You'd rather take the tie than give them the ball at midfield. So they punt it to the Bengals, and the Bengals then do a running play. And I just, I mean, there is no more time after the overtime. You're going to tie. Like, where does it hurt you to do like a Hail Mary or something? You know, like what? Who plays for the tie in the NFL? Yeah. So there was a lot of people talking about that. Stupid. If you are an eight seven one team, you win the tiebreaker against an eight and eight team. Sure, so that's one thing to be said. But I, now I don't agree with it. Can I, I, can I agree I, they should play for the win? Can I ask you what happens if you're a nine and seven team? Do you beat the eight and eight team in a tiebreaker? I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. There is no tiebreaker. That is what I'm yeah, saying. No, I don't no, understand. And I agree. They, they should have been playing for the win. Well, that's, that's just what I'm saying. Look, what's what I'm saying is like, look, I di- I disagree with the Eagles doing it. But there was 19 seconds left and it was fourth down. At least I can kind of see your point, even though I think you're stupid. Like you could run 19 seconds off of or at least close, you know, like. But like you have your team has the ball with 15 seconds uh, first down. I just don't understand what you gain. 
By at least take a shot trying, into the end zone. Right. Or like a trick play and just or tell, something. And tell, well, so with a trick play, I understand not running like a bunch, like a all laterals play because then you risk fumbling, then picking the ball up, taking it to the house, losing. But you're, I get that. I, but at least try. But the hill, like if you throw in a Hail Mary and you tell you guys, hey, if you can't get it, you knock that thing out of bounds. My the biggest thing for me is, though, it's not as though the Bengals are on this massive search for the Super Bowl. Like we can yeah. probably both agree they're not making the playoffs. So, like. The only thing you do in my mind is. Is tell your team that, look, I don't trust you guys enough to, <laughs> to play for the win. That's what it seems like to me. I am just dumbfounded by this. Like, look, ties happen. I get it. I'm not knocking a team for tying, but I am knocking a team, two teams, for trying to tie. Because, like, I mean, yeah. you guys both attempted to tie. Yeah. Like, that was best case scenario for the Eagles and best case scenario for the And you just think, why waste time? If they were going to do that, they should have just, the Eagles should have just kneeled the ball. Well, it was fourth fourth down. down. Okay, so so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that definitely would have been a bad call. (laughs) We would be talking about that right now. I would have loved to see it. Another L, or I mean, yeah, technically a tie, but another loss for the Eagles for all intents and purposes. They look bad, dude. Carson Wentz look, I mean, is... I think he thought that he was the number one overall pick and he was playing for the Bengals. <laughs> that was uh, that was just a bad football game. Dude, I've called it for a while now. Carson Wentz is not good. Nick Foles won you a championship. They The, the absolute disrespect that team had for Nick Foles. The man won you a Super Bowl and you just disregard him and send him away like come on yeah i mean but they were 11 and 2 that year carson wentz having an mvp season i don't think he's bad i just don't think he's as great as everyone is putting forth um i mean they are injury plagued i mean they're gonna call one of us to come play receiver soon like that's how desperate they are they might call one of us to come play quarterback i mean all right i'm in <laughs> Next uh, up, I'm pretty sure next up is Uncle Rico coming in. Oh, Uncle. Hey, look, dude, don't be hating on Uncle Rico, dude. No. If, they, if they would have put him in in the championship game, he would have been state champion. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. All right. Time to get into our main discussion for the day. Oh, well, hockey's officially over for the year. So uh, Whew, be what do we have to do like? two months worth of talking about it the whole year i mean we're (laughs) at episode 37 and i feel like we've talked about hockey like maybe 15 of these episodes (laughs) (laughs) yeah but tell you what though starting this uh podcast during the pandemic i mean talk about training through the fire training dude yeah i mean yeah exactly i mean we were just imagine how how good we'd be once like hockey full time (sighs) we're gonna be we're gonna be dominant in in the podcast world obviously I mean, yeah, it, it made it, it honestly was, gave, gave us a really good base yeah. to like learn how to make a show doc. Cause like the first few show docs, while yeah, we were still kind of learning and stuff, it, our show doc was essentially made up for us because hockey was happening and we had hockey to talk about and we could always just throw more hockey in there. Well, when it kind of went out, I think we kind of struggled those first few shows when the quarantine happened. I think it was a lot of complaining. Yeah. (laughs) uh, But I I mean, that's what people tune in for. Really helped us learn how to build a dock outside of just put in whatever's happening in the hockey world this year. So I'm kind of glad that it for us in terms of long term development of this podcast, I'm happy about it. You know, I mean, it really I I feel like we've had some really good shows through this 
through this process. So yeah, we're not far off from number fifty-two. Ooh, boy, getting getting up there, man. So I think fifty-three. We might revisit some of the topics that we talked about and like some of our best one. I think like we did a centaurs one Ooh, that people loved. People love the centaurs. Dude. Yeah, so we're gonna revisit those and maybe we you know can look back and say, hey, we we think differently about that now or look back and say, oh. We thought uh, we thought the Islanders just yeah. had it, had it locked up. I thought you were suggesting a clip show, no. and I was going to be completely not on board with that. No. I hate clip oh, shows. They're dude. the worst. Clip dude. shows, like come on, dude. Like I'll just go listen to the soda if yeah. I want, you know. So, but anyway, so today we are, you know, with the season over, we are doing way way too early NHL predictions for next season. We'll be looking at the Stanley Cup Final champion, the Hart Trophy, and the Presidents Cup. Am I to understand that we are putting nothing on the line no. here? This okay. is just super way too early. What our thoughts are? We can put something on the line, something small if you want, but nothing. I mean, no, I'm I'm pre- I'm preferential to if you have have an idea, I'll consider it. But I'm preferential to putting nothing on there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. If we think, yeah, I mean, if you think of something, I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and we're gonna have it recorded, so if we later on down the road want to <laughs> say, hey, let's make it something before the season starts, sure. But we're gonna do this again, like right before the season starts, with all you know, like we did this year, all the trophies. Uh, you we'll know, do a midway, a midway decision. Yeah, we did a midway this year because we started midway. Uh, but anyway, so Stanley Cup final champion for next year, I've got the Avalanche, man. They are a dominant team. I think that they their youth is getting better every year. Um, they they are getting older too, Bob. Just a little, yeah. <laughs> well, well, the good thing is there is no team getting younger. Really, I mean that's that's not that's impossible to say. You don't know what the free agent situation is going to be this year. Well, I meant no team's current players are getting younger. That is true. Yeah. There is there is no Benjamin Button <laughs> yeah. situation happening in the NHL. I will confirm that. Yeah, fact. But uh, so I've got the abs. I think that Mika Rantanen, I think if they can keep their core players now there, I don't know what their contracts are like. Obviously, their contracts are going to be met are going to have a massive influence on them because they have a lot of young players that don't have a large contracts. And the moment they start asking for money, that's when things are going to get complicated. Yeah, I mean, the abs are it's a great choice. It was honestly what immediately came to my mind. When I saw that we needed to figure this out and then you already had it. So I went with, and this is one of the reasons that I wasn't really sure about having a, having a bet on it because I'm not so sure about my team, but I want to be there first. If I'm right. Yeah. Islanders, dude. I think the Islanders looked great this year. If they could make a, a pretty decent free agent acquisition, uh, get them a star to come play play there i think that they they're cup contenders for the next few years in my opinion man yeah dude, we, and the thing is this, this is one of the reasons why i love hockey dude basketball you don't have many cup contenders football well, you've mostly because they play don't play for a cup well you know yeah <laughs> championship contenders um nfl there's usually like two or three but in hockey dude now there's like six cup contenders really yeah and i mean any any team on any given year can yeah. win the cup i mean so that's uh, like that's, dallas Ta- oh my, almost won the, yeah you would have never thought that they were a stanley cup final team yeah you know i mean you maybe I mean, could have called it but i mean but i mean in re- reality you've got tampa uh Colorado, Islanders, Flyers, Lightning. Washington is always. Pittsburgh's usually always kind of hanging around there. Pittsburgh's around there. Uh, Colorado, it's looking like they could be here for years to come. Vegas, you know what I mean? 
any of these 24 teams that were in the playoffs this year, I would, <laughs> I would have not, I wouldn't have been surprised if any of them won. I mean, there are going to be some Montreal. Yeah. There was a couple that I'm like, wow. But like, I wouldn't have been yeah. like, this is world beating. I can't yeah. believe they did. You know what I'm saying? It's more of a, Oh, I'm surprised that happened. But like, I'm now, not if Detroit surprised. found a way in at the last minute. It was like, Hey guys, we're here little bit uh, crazy. I mean, they won like six games all year. So yes, if they could win four games in a seven game series, I would have been impressed by that. Honestly, alone. I'd be impressed if they can win four games out of 82 next year. I will be happy. I mean, maybe Corey, or Corey, Tory Krug is coming in yeah. to help them out. Help them win that so, seven games. Um, so, okay. So let's move to the heart trophy. I have, I'm going to go with. Nathan McKinnon. I guess I'm just going to call Nathan McKinnon winning the Hart Trophy every year until it happens. <laughs> and I think that's my game plan. And so, uh, so yeah, I mean, he's obviously a, he got beat out by a, by a guy that scored 60 million points this year in like 14 games or something. Yeah. So it was hard to beat out Dreisaitl, but um, I think he was right there on the cusp. I think that we're definitely going to see a Hart Trophy winning Nathan McKinnon before I'm dead. Yeah. So I put down Connor McDavid and I'm Which, honestly, I'm thinking I'm, I think, no, now, now, like after looking at it, I think, and cause that's Connor McDavid, that's an easy one. So I'm going to go with one that I think that he was my guy throughout the entire playoffs. Braden point. Oh yeah. I, I just th- don't think it- I just think Listen, it's many. a long shot, but I think that he I think he's going to take a step forward on that team. I think on almost nearly any other team, I would say that's a really great choice. There are too many, too many chiefs, not enough Indians. That's in what that, a lot uh, of people thought about. The, Leon, if you if you had told me Leon Dreisaitl, nobody, gonna nobody said that about uh, the Oilers, though. You having two, you you said that when you told me not to pick Leon Dreisaitl because I was trying. <laughs> that was for points, not for the heart. That was for Art Ross. And then there's not and there's not too many chefs. There's literally two guys that can do anything on that roster. That is not that wouldn't be crazy if it was just Braden Point and. No, Steven Stamkos or Nikita Kucherov, I'd say, yeah, that's possibly. But like, dude, there's like six guys that could win a heart. But here's the thing. I didn't want to take the easy way out. (laughs) I didn't want to take the easy way out uh, of. The of that entire team, I think Braden Point is going to be the best player on that team next year, and I think he's going to prove it. And he's going to be a in a far ahead the uh, the best. Now, I don't think that team's going to win the Presidents, the Presidents Cup. I think, and that's where we're going next. The Flyers, dude. I think the Flyers are going to come out. Hard. I don't think they're going to win the Stanley Cup at all. I think they're going to get booted in like the second round. But I think they're taking the Presidents Cup next year. See, I do think that the Lightning are. Taking see, I have the Lightning as my President Cup winner. I think the Lightning winning the President Cup is absolutely more close to something that could happen than one of the many thousands of players winning the heart on the. I mean, didn't the year that did Nikita Kucherov win the heart when he got all those points? Yeah. So I mean, Kucherov won, and it took him a hundred and twenty-eight points to do it. You know, I. I just don't see it happening. Now I could be absolutely wrong. Braden but, point, 140 points, baby. Let's go. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so I have the Lightning winning the President's Cup. Uh, I feel like they're going to kind of come off this this big win and uh, be able to 
be able to use it because that's what this specific lightning team has been missing is, is winning. You know, they've been able to win that big game or win that big series. So I think they finally got it. So it'll be interesting to see if they can carry on from, uh, from winning ships uh, yeah. to uh, winning the, the P cup. But you like right. that? Yeah. You like peacock? Up? <laughs> peacock. Okay, cool. I'm gonna we're gonna start calling it that on this pod, I think. Or at least I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on over to the joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. This one hits close to home. No, it doesn't. It was in Seattle, bro. Close to my heart. Oh, <laughs> uh, you want me to read it? You, can you handle it? I got it. All I right. got it. Uh, DJ, uh, is it DJ? DK. DK. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. Of D- I always confuse DJ Chark and DK Metcalf for some reason. Okay. Uh, DK Metcalf was going to catch like a ridiculous, like what, an 80 yard touchdown pass. Uh, got the ball stripped at the one because he started lazily walking into the end zone. To be fair, he didn't get it stripped because it was hanging in his hands uh, at his side. So he just got it knocked out. Yeah. But the sentiment is the same. Yeah. Now, I had him in my DFS league where I could have won $45. I lost by four points to Mr. Brandon Bond over there. Oh, yeah. See, this was going to be our first hotly, hotly, hotly debated jokes of the week because while you say he's the joke of the week (laughs) i found him to be the hero of the week so yeah so that really i won by four points so thanks dk appreciate you appreciate you uh yeah so you had originally put lost me 45 dollars but i was like well so that's a really one-sided way of looking at it <laughs> and i put off to the side but it won me 45 dollars. so yeah. yeah so that was uh but what a joke dude i mean this has happened it's not nearly as bad as the when you, they put it down and they drop it before yeah they pass. Like, that's that's look like at least jackson, it's better Deshaun jackson did yeah or um i forget who else who else did it? But I mean, you know, I mean, it's been done a couple of times yeah. that uh, enough to where we can't just recall that one guy that did <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, but I mean, it is a, but it is just a, I'm just so absolutely discombobulated and confused by the fact that grown men that get paid millions of dollars still do this. Yeah. Like they still to this day just I'm in the end zone. Like, dude, this is not, it isn't just like, oh, wow, that's never happened before. Like, this is once or twice a season yeah. that this is and happening. Like, I have no problem with celebrating your way into the end zone. Sure. Juju Smith Schuster did it this weekend, but guess what? Hold it. He, he was he holding, holding the ball. on to that thing, dude. He, know, he, has, he has awareness. That's the biggest thing is like, you can't just put the ball by your side without being completely aware of where everybody is. Yeah. Like, if you were like, like that guy last year <clears throat> on the Chiefs that was running it down, down the field. And, you know, Tyreek Hill, that was the one where like Tyreek Hill like sprinted like 60 yards yeah. and like caught up with him. Like when you look back and you see Tyreek Hill behind you, it's like, OK, I'm running pretty fast. This guy just caught me. 
I'm probably good. I'm going to, you know, what, but what I'm going to do, still hold on to the football. You can literally do any end zone celebration now. Used to, it was like, okay, well, they're trying to get a little bit of their celebration in before they score because they're not allowed to. Now, I'm pretty sure I've seen somebody bring out like a five piece band for their (laughs) celebration, dude. Like, I love that rule change. So, like, it was so silly for it to ever be. Ever it, hurt, it, it hurts no one. It absolutely hurts no one. I mean, and, and it honestly, gets the fans on your side when you make shitty other calls. And it and it seemed like honestly, Sharpie was the biggest beneficiary when my boy Chad Ochocinco yeah. was pulling stuff out of his socks. See, like I thought that was dope. It you was know? amazing. It was awesome. It was freaking awesome. So was yeah, it Randy? Joke, was it Randy though, Moss pretending to pull his pants down? I think so. He yeah. got fined for yeah. that one. He got, he caught, <laughs> that was caught funny. Fine. Caught, uh, but it was, uh, it was. I mean, Ocho Cinco had the best ones when he went and got the cell phone out yeah. of the out of the out of the uh, um, the field goal pad. Yeah, yeah, see, like those are that's dope, man. Those I loved it. I things. don't remember who it was. One of the, I think it was like a tight end score or a lineman score, and he went up and st- took a beer from someone and just chugged the beer. Nice. That was dope. That was that's my that's my move. Yeah. So for <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. So what a joke, DK. You can't be doing that kind of stuff. And if we were on a different certain channel and program, one might almost say, come on, come man. on, man. All right. So uh, we don't have pop culture, but we are going to be starting next week. The Matrix trilogy. You've seen them before, right? I've seen the first Matrix. The first one. It's a great one. Long time ago. Yeah. So huge Keanu Reeves fan yeah. though, so not yeah. not hating the idea of. Uh, well, of he doesn't into play any it. baseball in this one, but still good. He doesn't. Play, he's never played baseball. Sorry, he doesn't in coach any baseball in this one. What but, about play quarterback? Does he play any quarterback? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> he does shoot some people. Ooh. So, yeah. I've uh, never seen any John Wicks. Oh. So what? Not, oh, okay. Not. We're doing that eventually. John yeah, Wicks. I guess amazing, I'm just not dude. a big action film guy. Dude, I, no, I get that, but this is like, look, I love Keanu Reeves, and like, I will it does, never here, fight it because it. it's an action movie that doesn't like try to be like, oh, we're not a, we're not one of those action movies. We're like really good. It's like no, I don't this know is what a, that means. You know, like an action <laughs> movies like like no, we have a plot. This John Wicks like the, the literally the whole plot is they killed his dog. So it's I guess like, I mean I guess none like I guess I see no action movie with really any plot whatsoever. Like I just generally don't get into them. Like I'm sure that I'm going to get crucified for saying this, but because I care about what no, I care nothing about what anyone thinks but myself. Like dude, I don't think that I have ever seen the entirety of Die Hard. Like I get it. Like I get like the, you know, I get like the process of it. Like, let me look again, never having seen it guy. I know it happens on Christmas because it's a highly hot debated topic of whether it's a Christmas movie or not. Spoiler. It's not because it's not Christmas based. No, it's, happens on christmas so does that make every show During or a, something at a christmas party it whatever okay christmas party but yeah but like okay so every movie it's about bringing joy to people all <sighs> around los angeles so every movie that happens on someone's birthday and they're at a birthday party it's like oh bro that's just another birthday movie no that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard the the plot line is not christmas anyway anyway let's not get but i mean you know he something big event happens and 
he has to fight terrorists. You know who'd be really disappointed in you right now? Who? Jake Peralta. Yeah, but I don't care what Jake Peralta <laughs> thinks. <laughs> you know, like his whole identity is diehard based. And I feel like that's a problem. Well, I'm sure he has. OK, the character of Jake Peralta has a lot of care, uh, flaws he needs to talk yes. to a therapist about. Well, and, and see, I the, don't think that's the most important one. The one time that he did go to a ther- therapist within show it was a it was a plant by his wife <laughs> for the for the heist, dude. Like I that I felt like, look, they go, you know, it's obviously a show, but like that was going a little far because like we've been seeing the whole point of this show building up, like people trying to convince Jake to go to you know therapy because yeah. I mean he's got some major issues. And his wife's like, I'm using that to my advantage. right dude like i felt like it was like a little far but yeah so like you know i'm just not a big action movie guy i'm looking forward to the matrix i'm look you know i'll watch the good thing is uh, the good thing is about the matrix it's more thriller and it's more psychological thriller than uh action i'm gonna be honest with you i had no idea michael jackson was in any of these films (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i'm excited i'm excited yeah um but anyway, so uh, we will move now into we got some questions from the Internet. Uh, oh, why don't you hit us up? OK, so we're going to start here. Is sex with a conjoined twin or is sex with conjoined twins a threesome? Obviously. Quick question. Yes. Difference between Siamese twins and conjoined twins. The difference between Siamese twins is there a and, conjoined twin and conjoined twins. They just I want to say that there is no difference. I think that they're the same thing. There's just different words. I'm thinking of something else. I'm think. I don't know why. I'm, You're thinking of fraternal and no, identical. I'm thinking <laughs> in my head, it, my my dumb brain was like, what? It's just one body with two heads. That's like a whole different thing. That's like some radiation shit. Well, and see, that was that was my that was my thought process was that like maybe one of them like only has one brain and like. The other one of them is like two people stuck together. But I believe that conjoined twins are physically connected to one another at some point on their bodies. Uh, the terms. OK, so it's all the same. It yeah, is, they are the same thing. It is 100 percent a three way. They, yeah. e- they each have their own they mental have capacity. Own brain. They can each each of them can consent. If it, if it happens to be a potential rape, if one of them says no, then, yeah, it's definitely a threesome. So now, hold on. now yes. we've established that. So what? OK. Might be go trading some waters here. Conjoined twin, you want to have sex with one of them. Mm-hmm. The other one doesn't want to. Yeah, that's rape for sure. Would be my guess. Do they have different vaginas? I guess would be my. If they have the same vagina, then for sure. Yeah. You got to get yes. double consent for sure. Yeah. And I, w- I was thinking of two vaginas. Yeah. So well, two vaginas, I would say, you know, I mean, I, there's an argument to be made. It's maybe it's not potentially maybe the best choice is to step away and just say no. Just maybe you the guy has to say, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting into this one. This one maybe seems very complicated. I mean, you know, I feel like that's like there's like a really good opportunity for a legal battle there, though. You know, I mean, look, I didn't have sex with her officer. <laughs> At all. I had like, sex on her. I maybe at max indecently exposed myself to her. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. That's the only charge I'm catching right now. Okay. Cause if we're being honest, 
I, can, I mean, I'm, I don't know what in my head I'm, I'm banging the left twin in this scenario in my head. So was I left twin. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know I why mean, I'm a right-handed guy. Like, just like Twix. Left Twix is better. Yeah. Left Twix is better. Thank yeah. you for so much for saying, I didn't know we were a left Twix podcast, but yeah, I appreciate left that. Conjoined twin podcast too. But yeah. So like I'm going like with like right arm, right leg in the air and just trying to get like, you know, some like leverage for, for the thrust. So like, I feel like it's just setting up a really, really good legal battle. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I would definitely say it, it most certainly is 100% a threesome unless their connection means that they only have one vagina or one head. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If there's one vagina or one head, it's not a threesome. Yeah. One vagina or two. What? Yeah, I think we, we've confused ourselves. Yeah, we have. Because one vagina and one head is, is not, it's just a person. That's a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you have sex with somebody that has one vagina and one head, one it, is not and a, one head. it is not a threesome. Yeah. So that's just sex. You're coming here for the hard hitting <laughs> news, folks. Okay. Uh, so we've established that was the only question was, is it a uh, considered a threesome? I think we've established. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. The whether or not you'd pull the trigger is up for debate and yeah. we'll maybe find out later on. Okay. So uh sports question here, sort of. <laughs> Who would win in a street fight, Michael Vick or Tim Tebow? That's so not even close. It's not even Michael close. Michael Vick would tear his little ass up, dude. And, and if he didn't, I'm Ooh, sure that he it? knows I'm going to do it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's been long enough. Okay. If he didn't tear up Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow then he definitely has access to something that can, would be my guess if we're... You know, <laughs> Dogs. Dogs, everybody. <laughs> I was talking about dogs. This is a dog fighting joke. <laughs> What's it been like a decade now? More yeah, than a decade? I mean, way more than I mean, to be fair, the year after it happened, or the year that it happened, my uh, you know, being from Kingston Springs and we always called it K Town, my fantasy football team name for way too long was the K Town Dog Fighters. So <laughs> I mean, I no shame, dude. No shame. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't want to you don't want to have dog dog yeah. fighting jokes made about you then i would probably suggest not dog fighting. i don't even know why they would write that question dude like yeah i mean was it was so not a stupid it was of such so easy like they knew what they were getting out of this question like it's not like you said like somebody scrappy i don't know like the, the sue like michael vick or like ray rice you know Ooh. like it's like that's what i'm saying so dude. it depends on the location if it's an elevator Ooh. we know who wins right yeah basement Mike Vick. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Or I mean, any type of like old abandoned warehouse always yeah. give the edge to Vic for sure. I mean, abandoned Michael warehouse. Michael Vick, Tyreek Hill. Ooh. That'll be a good one too. Michael Vick's a little large for Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's like, ooh. Yeah, but he just kicked a woman. So he just kicked her when okay. she was on the ground. Okay. Michael Vick, AP all day. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, AP's it's hard got, to, if AP's got the switch. Well, it's with even without the switch, I feel like it's hard AP, to bet yeah. against. It's hard to bet against AP. You yeah. know, I mean that dude is like. I literally saw that man come back in like six months from an ACL tear yeah. and dominated. I'm so. pretty sure we've never seen Adrian Peterson and Kimbo <laughs> slice in the same place. That's true. What about Marvin Harrison? If he busts mm. out the gun, dude. If he whips out the weaponry. I mean, Marvin Harrison could give Michael, yeah. but Tim Tebow, like, I feel like he's going to take one punch to the face and then he's going to tell Michael Vick that he's praying for him. <laughs> and then like Michael Vick's going to be like, oh, you know what? Cujo. That's his, <laughs> that's his pet rat, by the way. 
Okay. So yeah, another easy one, but something that definitely need to be discussed. We just needed to know if we were a pro Michael Vick's street fighting podcast or a pro Tim Tebow. Yeah. Street the street fighting, fighting point is very important. Now, if we start getting into something like, oh, this is like MMA or boxing with some like regulations and still rules, Vick, it's dude. probably still Michael Vick, but Tim Tebow's not a small cat. Okay. And we know he's going to put in the work, dude. Yeah, it's all Michael Vick, though, dude. Michael yeah, Vick's but maybe he won't, though. Well, I don't know. I think he would. Well, we are, there's only one of these the guys that have God on their side, so that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, the other guy, the other one's got dogs on his, well, guess not on his side, but he forces them on his well, side. I mean, you know, he's been building them up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, last question. Another easy one. Apparently, we just went with straight easy answers, but we need our opinion to be known. What's better, being a cowboy or a pirate? Uh, pirate, baby. Pirate, no question in my mind as well. It's, you know, the cowboy thing like is like more of like a, this is cool in the movies. But and like, not, apparently not being- cool in the movies, dude. Like, it's still, it's kind of cool. I mean, you know, like Westworld is kind of cool. But like, you're traditionally, if you were a cowboy, like basically what you're doing is just like, Living in the living in the prairie in the deserts while following cows. So like it's not really like, that. I feel like, like as a pirate, you get some like downtime. I feel like as a cowboy, you are constantly get a lot of shore leave for sure. Uh, yeah, but I feel like as a cowboy, it's either the wilderness, the law, other cowboys. Now let me hit you with this though. Something that we're not, you know, considering, and I feel like it should be considered. Lot less, lot less chicks. As a pirate, dude, you're hanging out with a lot of dudes a whole lot. Yeah, well, as cowboy, I mean, I guess as when I, so when I'm thinking cowboy, you're bang, I think, hey, I'm look, thinking you're outlaw banging, cowboy. Yeah, but still, you're still going into town and and banging hometown prostitutes, dude. And you're still docking at like Jamaica. You're hitting all the islands. If you're a pirate in the Caribbean, you're hitting all them islands. Yeah, dude. but see, like I feel like you are modernizing the the pirates and like saying like, oh, you just get to go to Jamaica. Well, like what I'm thinking of is like the R pirates, right? Yeah, is that what you're also thinking? Yeah, of? I'm not thinking of Somali pirates. So like, one would have to say that you don't just as a pirate dock up at a country. And just like go chill there because like ever played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, you literally just dock up. Yeah, I mean, what I don't know. I mean, I don't know what this video game has. I'm sure that there's docking. I'm not saying (laughs) that you don't ever touch land again. I'm just saying like you're a pirate and you're probably a wanted man and like. Well, okay, so depending you've on you've definitely robbed like thirty ships at the place yeah, you docked. Yeah, but like in the Caribbean, when pi- like when at the apex of pirate life, I guess like the sixteen to seventeen hundreds, mm-hmm. most countries in the Caribbean like were pirate havens. Like they were very few because they you had the Spanish, yeah, you had but Spanish they were also war. yeah, right. But then they were also just like some small places with no real technological advances in the Caribbean. Actually, just chilling. I mean, when I studied it, the actually some of the most populated islands in the Caribbean were pirate hotspots because the British and the Spanish hadn't taken them over yet. They were fighting themselves. So I don't, I don't feel like we're saying the same thing being populated and being awesome are two. Yeah. But you're talking about lack of women and there's a shit ton of women on those populated islands where like, yeah, I guess, but like, how often are you like if you're if you're docked often enough to like where like not having women isn't a problem for you, then you are not a good pirate because you're clearly docked too much. Also, that's when, all I'm saying. Also, when pirates were popular, no STDs, cowboys 
Lots of gonorrhea. I want to say that there were 100% absolutely STDs when pirates were around. Maybe they didn't diagnose them, Bobby, but like just because they weren't around doesn't mean that. I mean, you could literally get scurvy, dude. You could literally yeah, get scurvy. Yeah, scurvy's not an STD. Yeah, but like it's like, I mean, there, there are things that you can get. So like I don't understand why you wouldn't be able to get STD. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't be because you wouldn't be seeing any chicks. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right in that. And that argument, Bob. Okay. So, yeah, they definitely had uh, <laughs> lots of syphilis. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Lots of syphilis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, uh, there's a whole there's a whole 14 page article about the history of VD and gonorrhea. Let's read pirates. it on air. All right. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the antiquity of the first ages of VD. We, well, you got to take it. We got to start back to the invention of the ship. <laughs> uh, all right. Is that all we got? That's it. That's all we got today, boys. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's move into what are you binging? Uh, dude, I started listening to The Hobbit on audiobook, and it's the new one there by Andy Serkis, and it is dope. For those of you that don't know, Andy Serkis is the amazing actor that did the motion capture and voice for Gollum. Uh, he also did King Kong in Peter Jackson's King Kong, and he's Caesar in Planet of the Apes. He yeah, al- he also plays great, one of, uh, great set of movies. And if he, we're being honest, he also plays a, a bad guy in the MCU, the guy who steals the um, uh, the uh, a vibranium from the uh, from oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah gets his um, hand cut off by Ultron. What's his face? Uh, don't, don't remember his name. Some Eastern European name. Uh, Klaus. Klaus. Yeah. Klaus. Uh, yeah. He's he's awesome. He's really good. Uh, that sounds dope, dude. I'm 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 reading it like a like a peasant, like a cowboy, you could say, I guess, without <laughs> all those technological advances of the the pirates. Uh, but I'm reading it as well. It's a good book, man. It's um. Things happen a lot quicker than yeah. you think that they're going to happen uh, because it's one book and they did three movies. So, but cool. Awesome. Uh, I've been watching a little bit of Superstore, dude. I really enjoy I that started show. That show. I really enjoy it. It gets a little better. Um, the yeah. first season kind of, you know, establishes it, but essentially it's following around Walmart workers. Yeah. Uh, they call it cloud nine. Yeah. It, it does take play. The worst part about <clears throat> the show is it takes place in st louis so that's shitty you know that's terrible obviously yeah. we hate st louis but uh but yeah so it, it's a good show i enjoy it I, i've seen it through yeah. once a while ago i so. have been getting caught up on Shit's creek dude Gosh, oh so good yeah. dude such so good. uh such a top-notch show uh i love i love Shit's creek because it doesn't it doesn't punch down for the jokes like being poor and making fun of the all the all the folks in this small poor town being poor is never the the butt of the joke. Like rolling rolling shit. Yeah, it's he's an idiot and he does dumb things and he's always in per- people's personal space and you know that kind of thing. But it's never about him being poor and having a bunch of stuff in his yard yeah. or anything like that. And so it's like not not as much not as much humor that's punching down is always always good to me. So yeah, great show. What do you got for your? <clears throat> been drinking a lot of coffee, dude. Me too. Been honestly. busy between work. I've been getting uh start uh 
slowly but surely getting the Mini Masters videos edited and oh, put together. Yeah. Oh, took, a yeah. took a couple day break. Cause burr, it, burr, burr, burr. But uh, I mean, I dude, I I did about a not a, what a eight minute segment, and it was a lot. It was a it's lot. nine minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, but it was dope. The one I I was able to get a good a bunch of good stock images on Adobe, like for like graphics and shit. Nice, it's gonna dude. be looking dope. Dude. Yeah, yeah. The 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 first video you sent to all of us was really cool. So. And I don't know if I'd been binging this, but we'd already talked about my orange creamsicle things uh, that I got. Uh, so I went and got some Mexican mudslides, dude. They're not bad. Not bad. I want to so, try those. Not today because I'm driving, but perhaps when we get our D&D campaign started up, okay. we start drinking some Mexican mudslides. Mexi mudslide that bad yeah. boy for show. For show. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. You've got an anti-snap your sticks. I'm excited to get there. First one ever on the show. First one ever. I just loved it so much yeah. that I was like, this doesn't snap my stick. Yeah. And I was like, boom, there we go. It's a good one. But so, uh, uh, do you want to start? Or do you want me no, to start? No, go ahead. Right. You, 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 we've rolled in what snaps yeah. my stick. We don't have an anti-drop yet. Yeah. So. Icing the kicker. Now, I already don't like normally icing the kicker. It, it worked for the first year. It worked and it was cool now. But the worst part is when you ice the kicker, but let him get a free kickoff to just attempt it and get a free practice try. Dude, I don't like it. I absolutely disagree with that i'm not saying they shouldn't be allowed to do it i just don't think it's a smart move it has happened so many times where the guy has made the first and missed the second that i i feel that's like it. i feel like it's happened a lot more though i think i don't think that has to do with ice and kicking i think that just has to do with his natural like naturally kicking the ball so and i've all i've also seen plenty of times probably equally amount where he misses the first one and then makes the second yeah but i mean it's one of those things like I mean, I don't hate. I, I, you're allowed to hate whatever yeah. you ha- want to hate on. I just annoying because it's like, all right, here we fucking go. It's gonna take more time, and then it's like, oh, here's another TV timeout now. And it's like, let's just get to it. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's more. It seems like it seems like more like it snaps your stick that they ice the kicker because it takes longer for you to get to watch the football. Yeah, game. I don't give a shit about the kicker. Okay, that's you know that's more obviously. I hate that portion of it, but like I don't the move in itself. I mean, if you save timeouts to the end and you want to ice the kicker, go for it. <clears throat> um, do we want to go to my anti or do we want to get me to give my non sports and go back to let's start with your anti. Okay. So this is my anti snaps, my stick. I'm, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm watching the football game last night, the Monday night football game and the commentator right after halftime, uh, I forget who it was that called out the other but he was like, we just got a tweet from uh, Patrick Mahomes' mom. And it basically was like, I don't know what the, why this guy keeps calling my son Pat. <laughs> it was like, somebody please help. And like tweeted at uh, ESPN help desk <laughs> and they put it on air and called old boy out. Now, I just love that so much. Like, yeah, I mean, Pat is garbage, but don't name your kid something that can be shortened if you hate the shortened version. I mean, that's naturally what we so, do as people. I don't naturally think the name Pat. I think the name Pat works if you put an adjective in front of it. If you're going to call someone Pat, you got to call him Big Pat, Little Pat. Project like, Pat. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, <laughs> you got to give him. A, you got to. But you got to give him a nickname with no, it. No, no. Pat never works to me. I am. uh 
not a pat guy if we're just if we're being completely honest uh yeah. but i do feel like you as a mother can't get upset yeah that somebody's calling your kid back. You That's your like kid if you name Patrick. your kid, kid Richard, you know what he's going to be called. And you can't get mad at when he's getting called Dick. Yeah. Like Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what seems like, look, if you're. If your mom hated us calling you Bob, then like, look, uh, I love you so much, Paula, but you probably shouldn't have named your kid Robert. That has the natural progression to Bob, you know, like if you don't like it, you know, but yeah, I just thought it was so funny because dude took it in stride pretty good. But like, I'm also just to kind of like play into my anti snaps, my stick. It does kind of snap my stick when you just like take liberties and start like, like you're a commentator, like call him Patrick Mahomes or call him yeah. Mahomes or, but like, dude, why I've are you calling, why are you calling this guy Pat? Yeah. Why, oh, I got my boy Pat out here. Like, bro, this isn't, this isn't the pucks out podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never seen them call Tom, Tom Brady, Tommy or Tom or just Tom. Well, it's that would be Tom longer. Brady. So, yeah. <laughs> but I've never seen them say, Oh, and t- Tom throws it. I guess I'm going to be a f- very frustrated by my own point. If uh, some people start calling me brand. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so what's your uh, non-sports, man? Uh, cable companies, man, and streaming companies, they're fucking with my sports. So just recently, you know, was Ill, I had to pick up another streaming service to watch Thursday Night Football. I mean, even though I already have Amazon Prime, I have Hulu Live. Did you try uh, the Yahoo app? Yahoo Sports app, I think, plays the... Doesn't uh, matter. I don't know. Doesn't well, matter. You already yeah. got the serve. Yeah. But either way, no, well, so normally Amazon Prime gets Thursday Night Football, but like they picked three, they picked two sets of, they picked six weeks out of the year, grouped them to three weeks, where it's just, nope, only NFL Network gets it. And it's like, all right, this they've is done, obnoxious. Yeah, they've done this multiple and years, that, and no, it is annoying. Well, yeah, well, well, also, I mean, not just that, but uh, ex- uh, what is it? DirecTV, uh, I canceled them last year to cut the cord. And they straight up told me, yes, you can get red zone for, you know, just the red zone package. You don't need anything else. You don't need us. I'm like, cool, because I want. I mean, you can. It's thirty five bucks. No, they they don't anymore. Cable companies and streaming services is making life fucking harder. Even if it even if they didn't make it harder, it's always an easy go to in the what snaps my stick. Yeah, because everybody hates Internet and cable providers. So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So good one. My non-sport, even though it's sort of sports, bro. You sort of it literally says sports. Okay, well, <laughs> fucking with my viewing of TV. Oh, there you. They've go. also made it harder to watch CBS because CBS wants to do that new CBS All Access. All Access, baby, live, uh, live Big Brother feeds. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so my non-sports, and I feel like. Obviously, I didn't go back through all the show docs to see if I've ever done it, but I'm fairly certain we ta- we've done this talked before, about this. I don't think it's, it's never been a stat. No, because we've definitely talked about it because we both made fun of these people. OK, well, yeah, that's a perfect segment stick. for me to roll into people claiming that we're going to be microchipped and how, you know, everybody's sheep and, you know, you're, you know, you're going to get microchipped because you don't want to die from some disease i'm you know i'm very confused yeah. about the progression yeah. of how they, how you as, got there as they post on facebook on their iphone they're telling you about all this with their smartwatch on, on their it. iphone right they're like <laughs> linked up like they've got like a wire going from their heart to their apple watch and like <laughs> they're like you literally carry honestly if we're being honest since i basically already carry a microchip like if somebody was like look you no longer have to remember 
passwords and like all these different accounts and stuff. You just wave your microchip over the phone and it unlocks your whatever. I'm like, bro, like I'm so down for that. My whole life is already watched anyway. Like we record our life on a podcast and put it out for anyone to see. Our boy Keith's friend, Stephen, in Australia. You know what I'm saying? He gets to hear us uh, every day. And think about the pocket space we're saving. Dude. So much pocket space, dude. Like, no, like, if, like, because eventually we won't have to have a phone. We'll just make the call in our head. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly not what people use phone for anymore. But yeah, like a Wally type situation. Yeah. Like, dude. Or just some glasses and it's just connected to your ear. People always like point to like, look, this is what's going to happen to us. And they point to Wally. I'm like, uh, you mean we get to ride around in dope wheelchairs all the Why time they, while I never get, not I've, I've never seen. I've never seen Wally. Why are they pointing to Wally? Uh, because like in the Wally world, like everybody on the world is like roll. They roll around in these like wheelchair thingies, oh. and they have TV screens and stuff. And they're I all always fat. Hear, I always hear people for some reason point to District Nine. I don't know if you've seen it, and I'm always like, that's nah. so weird. It's a weird thing where aliens attack, but like they they're not strong enough to beat humans, which is weird. And the aliens make them the minorities, and they're living in ghettos. And it's like that's that the aliens are the minorities. Or yeah, is that the South Park episode? No. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, what is happening here? Like, hey, why, hey. they have they still have a spaceship. Just leave. That's maybe I'm natural, maybe, I'm, maybe look, I'm getting the movie wrong. But that's, that's a natural human progression. It's just you're different than me. You're now a minority. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, obviously that, that, that would be the best, especially with the way the world is right now where it's so everybody's at everybody's head. Yeah. Now is really the time that humanity could use an alien invasion to have us team up. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.